What was I saying? Are you playing a video game? I was. I wanted to look at Izo in his costume in my my room. You should probably mute your phone because I heard. I you didn't. Playing. I didn't. I didn't think it would pick up. It's it like did. not close to the mic. It very much did. Ugh. <laughs> I'm Katie. I'm Grayson. And we like monsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say something. Say anything. I, I was trying to, and then you started laughing, and that was distracting. <laughs> this is... Oh, man. We've done some intros, but this is not not in the top ten. Yeah. Woof. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, What's 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 going on with you, Grayson? Uh, I made dinner tonight. Oh, what'd you make? I made some chicken and gravy and shredded it and put it on egg noodles. Interesting. Like what kind of gravy? Um, so it's a recipe. It's literally you cook the chicken in the crock pot with chicken gravy, uh, cream <laughs> of chicken soup, and chicken. So stock. you just 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 chicken gravy? Is that is that thing people sell? Yeah. Okay, I've never seen it, but I believe you. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's tasty. I had a weird, ex- weird, if it's mentally for me, weird experience, because I went grocery shopping yesterday, and I was in a hurry, because it was like, I had like an hour before my class mm. my, was in, so I was hurrying to get all my things, and then I forgot to get tomato soup, which I was going to have tomorrow, which, so it's sort of a critical component of the meal, because I was going to do like, maybe grilled cheese, or just, maybe just dip bread in the soup, I don't know. Um... So I had to get tomato soup, but then today I was going to go to the drugstore to get my flu shot. Oh yeah, but so I, I went to, over there and it's like, well, sometimes they have groceries at the, at the CVS. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, so <laughs> the drugstore, a lot of this is going to get cut out. Um, um, and so I was like, well, they have groceries at the drugstore sometimes, so maybe I can just get the soup there. So I did, and it, I'd never bought soup at a drugstore before, and it felt weird. Yeah. But now I have the soup. I had to pick up medication for my dog a few weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. and I bought ice cream at a drugstore, and it was like, this is this is unusual. This is not a thing mo- nor- most people do. Wait, do you get dog medicine at a drugstore? Sometimes. There are medicines that dogs and humans can take, and usually it's cheaper and easier to have the prescription filled at a drugstore than at a vet. Oh, interesting. So she took human medicine, just at a lower dose. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I think we can start talking about a real topic now, because she has calmed yeah. down. Yeah, we were talking about, well, we were talking about dog medicine. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not important. Um, yeah. Uh, Katie, how do you feel about aliens? Um, depends. On what? On what kind of alien. Um, well, like, if they're just, like, the little green men, I don't, I don't give a fuck. That's just a green man. I can't get Jason to go away. I... <laughs> <laughs> common problem um <laughs> you know what leave that in but cut out all the part that we were talking about earlier that would make it make any sense okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> wow i turned it in mr Krabs for a second there yeah i was uh, supposed to say that was very mr crab or, or maybe popeye <laughs> they make similar noises it's probably not by accident anyway for like the fifth time in seven minutes i yeah. will try to get back on topic uh, yeah aliens <laughs> 
Uh, so why do you, why do you bring this up? How do, how do you feel about bugs? Um, you know what? If I'm completely honest, I'm not a big fan of bugs. Certain bugs are cool, but most bugs not. I'm not not big on. So, so are we gonna talk about an alien bug? How how do you feel about uh consuming? Wait wait. <laughs> you know what? I'd say I was gonna clarify, but you know what? I think in, just in general, I'm pretty on board. But I, I just, I do, I thought of, I thought of some alien bugs I do like. Like? Buzzwool. I don't know what that is. Buzzwool. Oh, Pokemon. Buzzwool. I thought you said Lazool, and I'm like, what no. the hell is Lazool? <laughs> I don't know. Is this some French Ghostbusters rewrite? Maybe. Uh, no, today I'm going to talk about the Tyranids. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Uh, so there are a bunch of little bugs. And by little, I mean the smallest one is about five feet long. That's not little. No. Are Are you going to say what they're from? Oh, yeah, they're from Warhammer 40k. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They are a extra galactic... (laughs) What does that mean? They're not from our galaxy. Um, They're a race of the perfect predator uh, that wants to consume all life across the Milky Way. That seems not good. No, if I'm going to be honest. Here's the, okay, here's the thing you have to understand about Warhammer 40k. Uh, everything's edgy. Everything's yeah. grimdark. Yep. Everything's metal. Yep. And everyone's evil. And all though, from what I know, all the human people have huge shoulders. That's true. There's also <laughs> everybody's got big shoulders if they have shoulders. Tyranids don't have shoulders, really. Yeah, a lot of things don't have shoulders. Yeah. Also, I I have a news update. Yes. I figured out how to make Jason go away. Good. <laughs> so just to give you a taste of the kind of writing we're working with, I'm going to read you an excerpt uh, from... Yeah, do you, wait, do you want to explain to people what Warhammer 40k is? Because it's something that I, I feel like I had heard of the name for many years, but for the longest time... Like, basically, until you guys started playing, I had absolutely no idea what it was. I just assumed it was a video game, but turns out it's not. So, Warhammer 40k is a tabletop war game where you build armies out of uh, little plastic models that you get to build and paint yourself. Mm -hmm. And you battle against your friends' armies to see who can be the grim darkest. I feel like it's kind of like D&D crossed with chess. Yeah, you need a measuring tape. So that's the kind of game you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very particular. Yeah, it's it's very fun uh, if you have the time and money to spend on it. Um, it's also hard to play social distance. <laughs> yeah, another less favorable compared I thought of. It's kind of like like when you were little and you you and your friends would have your little plastic guys, like action figures or like little the little tiny ones, like little plastic pirates, and you just sort of play like bang them against each other and play with each other it's like that but with rules and a measuring tape i i remember distinctly me pulling out a measuring tape while playing and you're going this game needs a measuring tape and dice this is the nerdiest game of all time (laughs) did i say that yes you did it's true i stand by it so i i believe it anyway listen i don't i don't know of any other games that require a measuring tape i mean all sorts of war games require a measuring tape well, all war games are nerdy. That's true. <laughs> so, 
Some could but consider yeah. woodworking a game, and that requires a measuring tape. I don't think woodworking is a game. I think it's a hobby. You're a hobby. I feel like generally most games have some sort of, like, rules and a win condition. And I don't think woodworking has rules. I guess it has a win condition if you have a project. <laughs> but other than that... When you finish your chair, you have won your woodworking game. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I, I guess Woodworking Simulator is a game. Yeah, that's true. But other than that... Alright, so I'm going to read you an excerpt uh, yep. from the Codex Tyranids that I have. Because each army mm -hmm. has their own book that has all their rules in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know. No, no I'm just, I just... <laughs> this made me think of the giant rat that makes all of the rules. <laughs> there is a giant bug who makes all the rules, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm... To give you some of the flavor of the Tyranids and also the level of writing we're going into with Warhammer 40k. Yeah. We cannot live through this. Mankind cannot live through this. In a single oh. day, they have covered this planet with a flood of living blades and needle-fanged mouths. Kill one, and ten take its place. If they are truly without number, then our race is doomed to a violent death before every shred of our civilization is scoured away by a force more voracious than the fires of hell themselves. Death by the machine god, death is here. Uh, that's Megos Varnak. Last words. <laughs> so it so, sounds like he was probably right. And there weren't any more of the people on that planet. Yes, but... So, the most frustrating thing about Warhammer... Why is how, how dramatic it is? No, is how uh, no army except the Space Marines is ever allowed to win a fight. The Tyranids have won one fight in their entire history. They win the Battle is of Tyran. Is it not the one that's written about in that, that account? That It is that one, actually. But that's okay. the only fight they've ever actually won. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so they're evil. The of Tyran, which is what they get their names from. Everybody's evil. There's no good guys in 40k. Well, there has to be one good guy. There's no good guys. Well, then... That's the point. Everybody's evil. Oh. <laughs> but then, how... Well, here's, here's my kind of point. If, if everyone's evil, how do you measure that they're evil? If there's nothing to measure... not not some, Nothing not evil to measure it against. I mean, you measure it against real life. Oh, Okay. The, the Imperium is the faction that the people who make the game consider to be the good guys. Mm -hmm. um, but they're a crazy fascist future government. That's the one with all the... The, the Space Marines are clones, right? Uh, sort of. It's complicated. Okay. It's not what this episode's about. But the, that, that's the Space Marines, right? Yes, that's the Imperium yeah. of Man. Yeah, yeah. So, so of course they're like, oh yeah, the, the humans, they're the good guys. But they're not. They're awful. All of them are evil. <laughs> Wicked people. There are individuals in the Imperium who are good, but for the most part, the Imperium as a whole is evil. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, wait, it, I I don't I don't know who the good guys. Who are the good guys? Master Chief. Master, this, no. <laughs> he said his face Marines. That's different. <laughs> I'm pretty sure 40K came up with the term Space Marine. No, I'm sure they did because it's older than Halo. Yeah. But it's just, it's weird that Bungie was just like, we're just going to call them Space Marines again. Yeah, they do that in a lot of things. Gears of War. Oh, those are also Space Marines? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess they're just Marines that are in space. Yeah. 
And also, I feel like Master Chief and the Gears of War guys are actually are probably more like actual Marines than the ones in 40k. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I don't give a hoot about the Space Marines. That's yeah. That's correct. I think this whole thing where uh, Games Workshop, the company who makes uh, 40k, refuses to take the stop buffing the best army in the game challenge. <laughs> Uh, Space Marines are always the best army in the game. Everything, they always have the best options. Because mm-hmm. in a big battle, the, the people who have the most flexibility and options are the strongest, which is why the Space Marines are always good, and they keep buffing them and giving them more new toys. And it's like, I haven't, Tyranids haven't had a new model in like five years. Why would you make a game with a bunch of weird monsters and then like spend all your energy on just the humans? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm frequently frustrated. You can be, you can have a dinosaur army in this game. That's a different one. That's Warhammer Fantasy. Whatever, it's the same company. Yeah, they also are don't there, get a lot of love. Are they? Are they? Are there good guys in Warhammer Fantasy? Uh, more so. Yeah. Okay. Well, it seems more pleasing than me personally. Yeah, normally I would like fantasy more, but I really like the Tyranids. I know you do. They are a species of six-limbed, semi-arthropodic, semi-humanoids, is how I would describe them. They got swords for hands. Yep. Some of them have swords for hands. Some of them have just big, meaty claws. Mm-hmm. Some of them have uh, guns for arms. Now, this is these are the ones that I named some of your models, right? Yeah, you named uh, three of them. Uh, I know one. Okay, let me see if I can remember all of them. All right, so there was OSHA Violation... Um, I feel like one of them had like a one. Oh, the one's Lancelot. Yeah. And then I forget what the third one was, but I feel like it was the best one. The third one was Grayson Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, where was I? Yeah. So the Tyranids are a hive mind, where yeah. most of them don't have any real sentience, and they're all sort of commanded on the battlefield by what are called synapses, which are beings with. A strong psychic presence that can control the other ones. So it's sort of like sort of like a, a cell tower for the hive mind. Yeah, except if a cell tower had six arms, two of which have swords and two of which I have mean, machine guns. I mean, yes, obviously it's not exactly exactly looks the same as a cell tower, Grayson. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. So the biggest strength of Tyranids is that they don't die properly. You can kill one, but for every one you kill, there's ten more dropping 40 feet away. They just don't stop, because they can convert any biomass into more Tyranids. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Seems problematic. Yeah. So at, so at your base, the smallest ones that come in are rippers, which are, they only come, you, you can't board a single ripper. You have to board them in swarms. Is is one of them named Jack? No. They don't have names. They don't have uh, sentience. So. <laughs> I like how you say that after we just talked about what I named some of yours. Yes. I didn't name any of mine. You didn't? No, because they don't have I, sentience. I thought yeah, you named their other ones that I didn't name. Why did I only name three? Because I only had three with the time that you named them. Okay. Well, I'll come up with names for the other ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll have to remind me what, what they look like. So... Rippers are sort of a foot-long worm 
with a mouth oh. of teeth and six tiny bladed arms. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Is, is a worm with legs? Yes, worm train. Isn't isn't that just a lizard? No. What? No. Well, isn't a snake with legs just a lizard? Yeah, but a worm is not a snake. Similar. No. <laughs> snake has bones. Worm does not. Okay. Well, so that do the tyrannids not have bones? Uh, tyrannids do not have bones. If they were an earth animal, they would be bugs. Why do tyrannids have bone in it? <laughs> <laughs> so the rippers are processors, and they are one of the last lines released in the army because they just consume all the things that are dead and process them into new biomass. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next stage up is a termagant, which is considered the like light infantry of their army. And they're considered mm-hmm. some of the weakest units in the game. And they're still six foot long velociraptor shaped insects with either swords or guns. But wait, so I know you established earlier that they have these swords, swords for hands. Yes. Do the other ones have guns for hands? Yeah. Well. Or they, or they hold guns in their claw hands. So it, they have a claw hand that's fused into the gun. So, 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 where did the gun come from? It was biomorphed onto them. Okay, so it wasn't... They didn't grow a, a gun out of their body. That's what I mean, I'm just trying no, to establish. A gun, was, a gun was grown and then grafted onto their body. Okay, so that's not really any better than what I was thinking. Yeah, the Tyranids don't use metal. Everything they use is flesh. How do you grow a gun? How let's, How do you have moving parts in a, in a thing that was biologically made? So you have to understand, they don't have a single gun that fires bullets. Oh, well, it's not really a gun, then, is it? So their weakest gun, the... I don't use very many of them. What are they freaking called? Uh, flesh borers. Uh-huh. Uh, fire a glowing worm that, when it impacts its target, digs into their skin. Okay. Uh, some stronger guns, like the barbed strangler, uh, fire a thorn that, when it impacts a target, bursts into a... Uh, massive tentacles strangling them okay uh somewhere like the venom cannon where they launch a crystallized shard of venom that erupts once it reaches a target <laughs> they couldn't just just have a poison gun like normal people they had to have a crystal poison gun yes all right uh and then they have some things like the exocrine's bio cannon uh which fires bioplasma or 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 plasma if you will yes it fires plasma Yes, right. Uh, so those are some of the Tyranid guns. Um, when you when you get up from next level after a got is a gene stealer, which are something that was originally separate, but they put them into the Tyranid army later. Yeah, I remember the gene stealers. They're like a cult. Yeah, they're a species that injects people with uh, their DNA. Uh, to the genes. Yeah, their genes. They don't actually steal genes. They actually give genes. Wait, 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 wait! So it isn't like a, this is like a part step one in a process to steal genes. They just put genes in people. No, what they do is they uh, turn a mild-mannered portion of a planet's populace into a cult that slowly degrades their own government, so that the Tyranids have an easier time taking over when they land. Hmm. I still, I still don't think the name makes sense. They're not stealing any genes. They're not. That's true. <laughs> They're gene giver cult. Although, Tyranids do... St- that's a, that's an important thing I should have mentioned. Um, <laughs> Tyranids, when they consume things, can take on the traits of what they've consumed. 
Oh. Yeah, so... Yeah, that does seem important. They can hyper-adapt. That's why one of the reasons they're hard to deal with in war is uh, if you try a tactic against them and it works for even a second, they'll immediately start adapting to beat it. Hmm. Seems like they should have won uh, more battles than they have. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh... Wait. Wait, they, I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. They should get some dinosaurs. <laughs> to get some really dope dinosaur tyrannids. <laughs> yeah! Uh, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, once, once you get past gene stealers, all of them are pretty much hulking, insectoid, dinosaur-shaped anyway. Now, is the one really big thing you have a Tyranid? Yeah, the the one really big thing I have is a Tyranid Hive Tyrant. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what's nice about the the way they chose mm. to name it? Gender non-specific. Yeah. Tyrant is gender neutral. <laughs> Anyone uh, can be a tyrant. Fun fact: Tyranids don't have gender. I figure they probably didn't. Although the one who's implied to be controlling all their armies is called the Norn Queen. Hey, wait, the, the Hive Tyrant isn't in control of everything? Uh, no, the Hive Tyrants are generals, essentially. Uh, oh. They control entire, like, forces. Wait, so does that mean that there's a, another thing that's an even bigger model than the one you have? Yeah, the, the largest Tyranid isn't actually a synapse. It's something that the Hive Tyrants have to command still. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but it's the Tyranid Hierophant. Wait, so this, this isn't even the other thing you were talking about? Yeah, no. The Norton Queen doesn't have a model. She doesn't... Oh, okay. It's not 100% that she exists. Oh, that's She's weird. understood to exist, but it's not known hmm. whether she's physical or just, like, a, a psychic force or whatever. Yeah. But there's the Tyranid Hierophant, who is yeah. the most expensive Tyranid model. Uh-huh. At $440. How big is it? Uh, it's like, it's real freaking tall. It's like... <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything. Give me like a comparison if you don't know numbers. I'm trying to find a picture that has something next to it that yeah, I can compare it to. Huh. So you know my hive tyrant? Yeah, I remember it vaguely. He can stand under it. What? <laughs> like he can fit entirely under the, spa the space between the, 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 the its belly and where its legs meet the ground? Yes. Messed up. I think it's like 25 inches tall. What do you do with that? Uh, it's for Warhammer Apocalypse, which I will never probably play because you play with... In... Takes, a, takes a whole room. Yeah, it's... So nor normally what I play is Kill Team, where you use yeah. 100 to 150 points. Mm -hmm. Normal Warhammer is played on like 1,000 to maybe like 10,000 points. That's, t that's 10 times as many as what you play with. Uh, Warhammer Apocalypse is in like the hundred thousands. No, the, <laughs> the most I've ever seen is a hundred thousand point game. How, how much space does that take up? It takes like a whole ass room. Most people do not play uh, that. Who has the time and money for something like that? People who play Warhammer and make money on it somehow. How, how do you do that? Warhammer YouTubers. Question mark. Is that a thing? Yeah, everything's a thing. But yeah, so that's the Hierophant. He's he's chonky. Uh, and they have some... I'll name a couple more special ones because they I like them. The Carnifex is my, probably my favorite Tyranid model. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I 
incorrectly guess what I think it is. Sure. She said it's called a Carnifex. Carnifex. With an E. Okay, well, I'm still going to say it's a fax machine that you can send meat through. Why would it be that? Why would it ever be that? Who would ever make a, Who would ever make that? <laughs> probably, probably someone in Warhammer. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but no, it's sort <laughs> of like if a light infantry vehicle was an uh, insect. That sounds... That sounds fun. Fun yeah. and fruity. Uh, it, so, I, I kind of lied earlier. <laughs> yeah? About what? So there's, there are named Tyranids, um, but they're mm-hmm. not names that they give themselves. No, yeah, that makes sense. There are Tyranids that are well known enough that uh, humanity is bothered to name and identify them when they show yeah, up. Yeah, like how, like, how, like how in the world people name crocodiles or alligators. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a named Carnifex named Old One-Eye. Or Fat Bears. <laughs> Fat Bear Week was like last week. It was great. I know it was. Um, so Old One-Eye. That seems, he seems kind of ja- that seems kind of jaunty. So he is a Carnifex from the original Tyrannic War. Uh, from High Fleet Behemoth. That, I don't know what that statement meant at well, all. I'll talk about the High Fleets in a minute. Okay. So he is a... Tyranid who has most of his face blasted off. Oh. Uh, and he is famously unkillable. He was presumed dead at the end of the battle on the planet he was on. It wasn't McCrag. I don't remember which one it was. Um, uh, and then like a hundred years later people are just like dying out of nowhere and they're like what the hell's going on here? And then a soldier spots old one eye alive missing most of his head. Mm-hmm. And then that like keeps happening. That's messed up. That he's missing most of his head, but he's still alive. Yeah, in game he has an ability where he just regenerates wounds every turn. Mm-hmm. In addition, to, uh, let's see. The other named characters are the Red Terror, who is a <laughs> communism. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Tyranids. Red Menace. Oh, whatever. Um. So the Red Terror is a proto-Ravener. They would later release a model called a Ravener that's basically exactly the Red Terror, but not named. Uh, mm-hmm. But he was a warrior with a snake-like body and a pincer tail and four sets of talons. Um, and Well, I always... You know what? Always good good thing to have a pincer tail mm. and talons. Mm. It's good for self-defense. Yeah. So there's a... Like small Tyranid invasion that's fought off and they're like, okay, that was pretty easy, but we should keep our guard up um, just in case. Uh, And then there's like a mine and people are just like not coming back up from it. And they, they don't even see the entire red terror. They catch like a glimpse of its red shell as it rips a person in half. I have a question. Yes. So are there just normal humans in the Warhammer universe? Uh, yes. The Warhammer universe is one of the worst places to live if you're just a regular human. <laughs> yeah, it seems like not great. Yes. It seems like it's all just fire and blood and death. Yeah, there's an army called the... Um, uh, I can't remember what the... The Astra Militarium. That, sounds, that doesn't sound bad. No, they're part of the Imperium that's just like decent people trying their best. But they're like regular humans. Uh-huh. Uh, and the Astro Militarium's strategy for winning wars is just throw enough bodies at that that, oh. that it stops. Well, that's not that's not good. Yeah, there's no such thing as unacceptable casualties in the Astro Militarium. 
Well, I take back what I said. Yeah. I uh, thought they were going to be, like, cool, like, space-themed guys. No, they're, like, regular soldiers. Uh, yeah. Um, so they don't... Are you telling me they don't even have huge shoulders? No, they have regular shoulders. What? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're the most sad army in the game, for the most part, because <laughs> it's like... Yeah, well, what's your even strategy when you play, if you play that army? You throw enough bodies at your opponent that you can complete your objective before they kill every single So you just have to buy a bunch of stupid models that aren't good. My The Tyranids have a very similar strategy a lot of the time where it's just, we don't have to kill everybody, we just have to win the objective for long enough that it doesn't matter if they kill all of us. Mm-hmm. That's why having lots of little bodies is actually very efficient. Also in full scale, like... throwing, I got to roll 40 dice for one unit once, it was awesome. <laughs> What? Uh, it was a unit of 20 Termagants. They each get to make two attacks with their Scything Talons. <laughs> so, so how did you actually physically do that? Well, I rolled 20 dice twice. That's still a lot of dice to roll. You have, to have a lot of counting stuff to do. Well, yeah, but it only matters. But they're only a five up. So all I have to do is pull out all the fives and sixes and be like, these guys hit. I deal this much damage to your unit. Try to defend against that. How did you even have that many dice on hand? Because I had my 12 and Tom had his, like, 20. Yeah, Tom's got his whole big box of dice. Yeah. It was a good time. It's crazy. You know, you could would make it easy, easier, even the internet. Yeah, but there's nothing... You haven't rolled 40 dice. It's viscerally exciting. It feels I guess that's good. true. I guess I can see where you're coming from here. Um. So then... Uh, the next important name Tyranid is the Doom of Malatai. Uh, who no, wait, what, what's Malatai? Uh, Malatai is a space elf planet. They're space elves? They're space elves. They're the Eldar. Oh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, they're, they're space elves. Um, so they don't, so I bet they don't have huge shoulders. They have okay sized shoulders. Oh, okay. They have some pauldrons sometimes. But uh, they had a planet named Malatai. <laughs> Past tense. All of all Eldar are a little bit psychic. That makes sense. Um, and all Tyranids are also a little bit psychic. But there's a Tyranid unit called a Neurothrope. A Tyranid? I meant to say Tyranid, but I stumbled over my it's words. It's a Tyranid. I know. I know what I said. <laughs> Listen, whenever I slightly missay something, you, you harp on me, so it's only fair. Yeah, because you always deny it. You always say, no, I didn't, when you did. You said the thing. Well, because I didn't hear me say it wrong. <laughs> Listen, I know what I do wrong, and talking is one of them. Uh, what? What? I, the thing I said didn't make any sense. <laughs> but pro- only proving my point. Yeah, I was going to say, you're just proving your point. Um, yeah, so the Doom of Malatai was a neurothrope who randomly attacked he was all, stop stop he was a what a neurothrope what is that uh it's a tyranid psychic unit that its physical capabilities are far below that of a normal tyranid but its psychic abilities are so powerful that it can blast holes in tanks with its psychic powers cool yeah they're pretty sweet no so then you have the like i said the doom of malatai who is strong mm-hmm. enough that he shut down everybody's like started infecting the Eldar psychic links uh, and that's basi- not good and basically tore the entire planet of Malatai apart sucks it, sucks sucks for them yeah the Eldar considered the 
creature, the Doom of Malatai, and the event, the Doom of Malatai, to be the same. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so the most important name Tyranid is the Swarm Lord. <laughs> What's the best name? So he is a hive tyrant that has four swords and a ho- huge horn on his head. Oh, I like everything you just said. Uh, and so one of his the things that makes him terrifying to fight is that he adapts faster than other Tyranids. He can do that anime thing where while you're fighting him, he's adapting to every strategy you're pulling out before you can even pull him out. Yeah. Do you know that's what Okada Izo's Noble Phantasm is? That's what it is? I thought he just it's... stabs you. No, see, that's what it looks like in the game. But then I've been reading the, the manga and like... Like, um, Okita does her, like, flash step thing, and then he does it, too, because he just watched her do it, and now he can do it, too. That's pretty dope. Which is cool. So it's it's like that thing where you, like, you do a thing, and he's like, ha now I'll do this thing. But better. Yeah. Except he's an enormous, he's, like, you know, a 30-foot-tall <laughs> bug monster with four swords. Yeah, which makes it, which makes it more challenging to deal with. Imagine if he yeah, could learn it- how to do the, wait, wait, Grayson, imagine if he learned how to do the flash step. Imagine if he learned how to do the Subamegashi. The what? The Subamegashi. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Oh, yeah. I forget what... Was that that? The, is that the... That's, that's the Swallow Reversal. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I was trying to think what it was from, and I kept thinking Bleach. I'm like, that's wrong. It's probably also in Bleach. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Well, there's definitely flashed up in Bleach, so I was thinking about Bleach. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bad. If he, I mean, he has swords. He could do that, probably. But he, I mean, he doesn't actually need to, the Super Megashi to attack from three directions at once. That's a thing he can already do, so. Because <laughs> he has four swords. Because he has four swords. Uh, but he's also doing that while commanding an entire army. Yeah. So, like, a one-on-one fight with him is not a one-on-one fight with him. No. And Coward. Coward! So, and he's incredibly powerful. He destroys a space marine. I don't remember which level he is. Uh... He beats up Papa Smurf. <laughs> Marnie is Kelgar. That's a... They, they made a Ghibli movie about him. <laughs> <laughs> when Marnie is Kelgar was there. Yeah. Um, he's like a super powerful ultra space marine. He's actually an ultramarine. Um, and... <laughs> no! No! No, you can't tell me they have guys called ultramarines. Yeah, that's one of the space marine factions. That's a color. Yeah, they wear that color. They do! Yeah. Oh, it's cute. Do, do they have... Do they... Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Do they have... Do Is, is, is there a part of the Space Marines that's the naval uh, division, and are they called Aqua Marines? They do not, because they are in space. There's water in space! I mean, yes, but... No. <laughs> Okay, uh, but, but you know, like the bright blue space marine. No, I don't. I don't know what color space marines are supposed to be. Well, the the classic regular space marine is an ultramarine. Okay, what color? And it's that color. Yeah, they're blue. So see, if you had held a gun to my head and had told and it made me guess what color a default space marine is, I would have said sort of blood red or like army green. Those are the two guesses I would have made. So the red ones are chaos space marines. Ah, yeah, they're like regular space marines, but have less qualms about being evil. <laughs> Seems kind of an unnecessary distinction. 
Yeah, they're still cooler than regular Space Marines. Are there an, is there an army green Space Marine, or am I just thinking of Halo? Uh, there's the Salamanders, who are Space Marines, and they're green. Okay, but probably I am just thinking of Halo. Their whole thing is they use a lot of fire. Then why are they red? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Because chaos is red. Legend of Zelda knows how to color code elements. But you don't you don't want to be a you don't want to be a space marine wearing red. Then everyone's gonna think you're a chaos space marine. It's gonna be like, that's a corn berserker, and they're gonna shoot you. <laughs> or they're gonna shoot you anyway. Well. Everyone's shooting everybody else. Anyway, the chaos space marine should have been like black or something. They are the colors of the four chaos gods. Oh. So you have the chaos god of um thing uh maybe, court maybe, is the wait, blood counter, god. Ca- counterpoint wait wait okay <laughs> okay i was gonna tell you to get back to tyrannus but i need to talk about the fact that there's a blood god named corn is it with a k like the band it's k-h-o-r-n-e oh i should have just called it after the band because that would have made perfect sense for that to be a chaos god's name but it's you know skulls for the skull, skull throne blood for the blood god that's that's corn okay yeah i do i do know that thing that people say. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, the 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 hardest the harshest thing about the Tyranids, yeah, is that they're not allowed to win fights. Yeah. The Swarm well, Lord is narrative, this, narratively. Yes, they are this. Yep. Swarm Lord is this hyped up badass monstrosity that like shouldn't be able to lose fights. Uh, and the mm-hmm. way they show how cool a character is by is by having him kill the Swarm Lord. Oh, that's there's a term for that kind of character, and I forget what it is. Um, he's a jobber. Yeah, sort of. That's yeah. I guess that's what a jobber is. But uh, there's like specific thing for when it's like he's hyped up to be really powerful, just so that it makes the other guy look even more powerful in comparison. That's what I call the Vegeta. Yeah, he's a Vegeta. Yeah, he. Um... Also, I realized something. So he's got four swords in his hands or sword arms, and he's got a horn. Yeah. So it's kind of like Sword Dancer from yeah. a skeleton episode. Yeah. But a bug. Yeah. And taller. He also has a tail. Yeah. Um, so he's he's just better. I like him a lot. The Swarm Lord's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. But he's not allowed to win fights. He loses like every fight. Even fights that they are actively winning, um, they get Deus Ex Machina and lose. Hmm. Like when they're I beating wanna... up the uh, Blood Angels... And then the demons of corn are just like, stop beating up the blood angels. We want to beat up the blood angels. So we're going to start killing you instead of them. And it's like, what are you, what, what? That's dumb. Just That's... You should team up with them to beat up the blood angels. Yeah. And they end up losing anyway. Stupid. Yeah. Um, I want to see this, what the swarm lord looks like. Do you have a picture of him? I can obtain a picture of him. There you go. That's the swarm lord. Oh, he looks familiar. I guess it's because he looks like other Tyranids. He looks like a Hive Tyrant. Uh, when you buy yeah. a model kit for this Swarm Lord, you get a model kit for a Hive Tyrant. And you can make it the Swarm Lord. Do you? Is that the one you have? Uh, no, I have a regular Hive Tyrant. With... Yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay, so that's why that's why he looks familiar. Because I've seen your Hive Tyrant. Yeah. Mine okay. has wings, though. Yeah, I remember the wings. So. He's got a funny hat. I guess that's his horn. The horn, the corn kind of looks like the swords, actually. It very much does. Yeah. He has, he has a sword horn. Yeah. A, or a, sw- a sword. A no. Well, sword's another word. I think sword makes more sense, because you don't pronounce the W in sword. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes if you're a comedian fool, you will, but... Yeah. 
as you were. Um, so yeah, because the Tyranids are all-consuming hunger, and if they win a fight, that means that they completely wipe out their opponent, narratively mm-hmm. they don't win fights. Which yes, that makes sense. When they're primed to be this, like, ultimate evil bad guy is really frustrating because it makes them seem completely incompetent. I mean, it's not like they have to, like, completely, like, kill one of their factions. Like, have them not send their whole army to fight so that they don't all get eaten by the Tyranids. Yeah, right now, the only way humanity is surviving the Third Tyrannic War uh, is by Mm -hmm. forcing the Tyranids to attack the Orcs, who both of them can basically reproduce infinitely. I like how there's just Orcs. Yeah, they're Orcs. It's with a K. (laughs) Okay, but it's better... Oh, oh, so they're not, like, like fantasy orcs. No, they're psychic fungus. Okay, <laughs> I was just imagining fantasy orcs, and it's like, it's funny that they just called them that. Well, I mean, they kind of look just like fantasy orcs, but with bits of oh. metal tape to them. But they are psychic fungus. Okay, that seems like misleading advertising. Yeah, their currency is teeth. Oh, I like that. That's cute. Is it... Is there, wait, their own teeth or other people's teeth? Doesn't really matter. That's fair. If the orc populace believes something strong enough, that thing just becomes universally true. Oh, that's cute. So, like, they believe painting their ships red makes them go faster, so it does. Oh, or, I like them. There's a theory that the Emperor of Mankind is still only barely alive because the orcs believe that he is. Oh, no. They gotta fix that. Yeah. Do they know? Do they know they have wish magic? No, they're completely unaware of it. Well, someone should tell them. There's a lot of... That would probably make them too powerful. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, people will pick up an orcish gun after and try to fire it, and it's like a block of wood with a nozzle taped to it. And it only works because the orcs believe that that's a gun. Oh, they're so cute. They probably look hideous. <laughs> yeah, they're gross and lumpy, but... So they're, like, sort of, like, orcs, like, fantasy orcs with, like, mushrooms growing at them? No, they don't look like a fungus. They just are a fungus. Okay, that seems seems arbitrary, but all right. Well, now 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 they're my favorite. They're my favorite now. They're so, so funny. They also are uh, are British, like Cockney. <gasps> oh, this Grayson. Why did you never you never tell me about this perfect Warhammer faction? Uh, well, I'm gonna send you a picture of an Orcish weird boy. Called a weird boy. Yeah, he's a weird boy. Oh my god, is it spelled with a with it? Oh, they're like goblins. I mean, no, he's clearly an orc. But well, they kind of gob like orcishy goblin. Yeah, but he's... that's a, it's it's spelled with a Y. But uh, that's a weird boy. He's 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 got like a cool jacket. Yeah, they they are they are definitely like because I feel like with orcs, there's like a sliding scale. Of, like, how exaggerated the features are. And they're definitely on the one end, whereas I typically prefer orcs on the other end. But I still... They're still... As far as... From all of the Warhammer creatures I've seen, they're easily one of the least hideous. Yeah, they're less ugly than the humans, which says something. Yeah. The bar is on the floor, but still. I like his little friend who's, I don't, like, holding a chain, but because of the constraints of plastic models, it's, like, bent at a right angle, even though it's a chain. Yeah, that's a grot. He's, like, a little friend. Yeah. Um, Tyranids, though. Yes. So, yeah, because both armies basically infinitely reproduce, 
they're locked in a galactic stalemate, which is the only thing that's allowing humanity to focus on dealing with chaos before they deal with the Tyranids. Uh, but the Tyranids are starting to win. Oh, good for them. Wait, no, they're killing my boys. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, I guess that's that's fine, I guess. So I was going to go over all the high fleets and like why they're cool, but uh, I just want to get you a quick rundown of each high fleet and its unique ability. So is this just like sort of the segments of the army? Yeah, so the Tyranids are split up into different high fleets. Okay. Uh, each of them have different colors and different abilities. Oh, color-coded. Yeah. So, first, we have the original High Fleet, High Fleet Behemoth. They're red and black. Uh, cool. They can tunnel. Oh. Uh, the second High Fleet, High Fleet Kraken, who are white and red. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I want, I, want, I want to guess what they do. They can swim. No. Um, <laughs> Call Kraken! Yeah, Kraken are hyper-aggressive. Oh, that's not really a special ability. That's just a personality trait. Yeah. Uh, High Fleet Leviathan. I guess, I guess digging isn't a special ability. There's just the thing you can do. That's, I mean, all of it is kind of like that. Uh, Leviathan okay. are the trickiest because they're, uh, so you know how the galaxy is a plane. Like the Milky Way is a plane. Oh, oh, you mean like a, like a, a flat plane, not like an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I was really confused. Yeah. So Leviathan is, uh, attacking from below the galactic plane, which is what Spartan cool. giving them an advantage. Um, but their special ability, I don't remember. Let me flip to the High Fleet abilities in the back of this book, which I have brought out here for a reason. I see. That's what the book you had was. Yeah. Bio-artifacts. Stratagems. High Fleet adaptation. Um, oh, their synapse is stronger. They have a stronger psychic connection. Cool. Uh, and then you have some smaller High Fleets. Uh, mm -hmm. Like High Fleet Ouroboros. That's a weird way to pronounce Ouroboros. Yeah, I don't know. They pronounced <laughs> it like that in Bravely Default, and I liked it, so. <laughs> okay. Who, uh, they don't eat, have... Eat, they eat themselves. They don't have special rules, so we don't know what their special power is. They eat themselves. Uh, based, have... on the, based on the name, which has had no bearing on what the other ones do, but I'm still going to guess. So, then we have High Fleet Tiamat. Oh. Who are instead of conquering, uh, colonizing almost? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Colossus, who also don't have rules, but they have a lore dump that I'm not going to read through just for this quick thing. Yeah, uh, Naga, who were mm -hmm. a smaller high fleet, who we don't have rules for. Uh, Dagon, who has the same powers as Behemoth, because they're a splinter fleet. Dagon? Yeah. That's Eldritch. Hmm. Then Gorgon, who, Gorgon have super-powered poison. Nice. Yeah, there's a whole thing where, uh, there's like a small thing where the, uh, it's an aggro world, and they kill a high fleet Gorgon ships, and the fleet retreats, and they're like, that was weird, but we seem to be safe. Uh, and then they start sending out poisoned food, and the High Fleet Gorgon, like, causes more deaths than any other High Fleet. Sneaky. Uh, so then you have High Fleet Kronos. Mm-hmm. They can stop time! They are focused on fighting, uh, demons. Cool. That seems good. So demons aren't made of biomass, so the Tyranids don't gain anything from fighting them. And okay. the demons are also almost entirely focused on melee attacks. 
So why are they fighting them? Uh, because they're in the way. Okay. Uh, and so Kronos is almost entirely adapted to blast the enemy apart from a distance before they can get in close. Cool. Um, question. Yes. If they're not made of biomass, what the fuck are they made out of? Uh, warp stuff. Warp? Warp stuff? Warp stuff. So what does warp, that mean? So the warp is hell. Okay. It's what gives people psychic powers. Uh, it's what allows people to uh, warp travel. That's what it's called. That. Okay. When, when you're like warping from place to place in Warhammer, you literally shoot your spaceship through hell for a little bit. That's very Warhammer of them. Yeah. Um, but the warp is neither physical nor metaphysical. So that's up. what the demons are made of. It's pretty eldritch of them. Yeah. The demons are kind of cool. I like Siege. Mm. I'll tell you about it later, though. Yeah. Uh, then you have Scarabus, who we don't know anything about. Locust, Lotan, Perseus, Megalodon. God. Uh, uh, I like how these have all these ones with no rules. Like, what's the point of them being there if they've got no rules to play them? Because they're just lore things. Okay. Uh, I forgot. Behemoth does not have... I flipped it up a bit. Behemoth has hyper-aggression. Kraken has questing mm. tendrils. They have purpose. It's basically their thing. Behemoth mm. throws all its things at the enemy um mm-hmm. kraken uses strategy cool which, do. which which fleet are your guys in um mine are when i'm running full scale i do high fleet hydra yeah where that high fleet is all about uh rapid regeneration cool so it's all just about having makes more sense dudes. with you see that would make sense with a name uh and but when i'm doing kill team i do high fleet kraken uh, it's busted. Yeah. Um, so then Jormungandr is the one who burrows. Okay. That, I guess it doesn't really make sense. I can say that makes sense, but it doesn't really make sense. I wish the names had something to do with the powers they have. Yeah, they only sometimes do. Yeah. Then we have Medusa, Pythos, Moloch, Aphidia. Wait, so there's, Gorg- there's Gorgon and Medusa. Yep. Cool. Sure, why not? And then Hydra. Mm-hmm. Uh, then one of the cooler ones is Charybd- High Fleet Charybdis and High Fleet Scylla. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're the closest known fleets to Earth. That's not good. Uh, and they're also slowly pincering the one of the Eldar craft worlds. That's not good, probably. Nope. Uh, and then you have Eumenides, Chimera, Grendel, Harbinger, and Proteus. They all got they all got cool monster names. Yeah. So mine, That's as a because I have a weird sense of humor. Mm-hmm. is a splinter fleet of High Fleet Kraken that's High Fleet Jaguar Man. That is what my army is called. You're st- stupid, Grayson. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's not even a monster, it's a god. I mean, it's a monster god. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? So I, I assume that the reason why the, their names of these fleets... Um, have like Earth world monster names is because the Tyranids didn't name them and the humans named them to designate them. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. I'm figuring stuff out. Yeah. Alright, what else you gotta say about the Tyranids? Um, I had some more I was gonna say, but it's not that important and mm-hmm. we're already at an hour. So. Yeah. So, ratings? Ratings. Uh, I'm just going to rate this Swarm Lord because he's sort of the face of the army. I was going to say that too, because also it's the one that I'm looking at directly right now. Yeah. 
yeah um so rating number one monstrousness <laughs> i would say he's pretty monster like like you said he's they're closer to the bugs and i sort of get that but they're also not like any bug i've ever seen and also they have got swords growing out of them but also holding them which is confusing because like the well, so horn is definitely a sword it's growing out of but he's holding the other swords with his hands yeah they're also attached to him at the wrist if you look I can't tell, but I believe you. So he basically can't drop his swords, even if you What's disarm the... him, it's still attached to him. No, oh, but so he can, like, but he can like release his fingers. So that's the that's the lo- lo- logic. So that he can still have like digits to manipulate objects. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's the thought put into it, but it makes sense to me. Does he have hoofs? Yeah, Tyranids have hoofs. That's a wild detail, given everything else about them. Yeah, right. I, I like it. It, that makes no sense for them to have that, but it's because I was expecting just like sort of like claw feet, but it's it's very it's weird in a very fun way. I'll go, you know, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a five point five. I think he's real up there with monstrousness. That's exactly what I was gonna give him, so I'm very happy mm-hmm. to hear you say that. Yeah, like there's just like he's not completely unknow- unknowable. I can sort of grasp him. He's got like some features that I like that those are hands that's a mouth of teeth in it those are hooves but he is but there's a lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on yeah yeah um next the category of my choices never do well in companionship <laughs> yeah I give him a big fat zero I would say he even deserves negative points <laughs> he might get a negative one yeah, I don't know if we've done negative ratings on the show before. I feel like we normally we just bottom out at zero. Yeah, but this is Calvin Ball, so. Yeah, that's true. Rules are different every time. Yeah, I think we can both agree he does not, not score highly on that, that. No, I'm going to give him a negative one. Okay. That's fair. I agree with I can agree with that. Um, handsomeness. Now, here I feel like we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna part ways. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I you know what I'll give them. I like the hooves. Everything else is a is a bit much for me. Like he's kind of skeletal and like chitinous, but not in a way that I I personally enjoy. It's 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 it's, it's not pleasant. It's not he's not good to look at, but he's uh, not he's not supposed to be. So I'll give him like a oh one. Um, if you were to make a monster specifically <laughs> to appeal to me, yeah. it would not look dissimilar from this. Yeah, that's sounds It might be right. a little, little less over-designed, but that's just sort of Warhammer. Yeah, that's another thing. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, if he had a little less going on, I might give him a perfect score. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give him a five. Yeah, I really that makes like, sense. Uh, Tyranids as a whole have an aesthetic that I really love. I don't particularly yeah. care for sci-fi for the most part, and I love 40k because I love Tyranids. So yeah, that's fair. He's kind of he's kind of got sort of the the mouth area makes me think of the 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 xenomorph a oh, bit. That's probably their biggest inspiration. Yeah, yeah. He's like he he's like a sam. He looks kind of like a samurai xenomorph. Just, so you know the Zerg in Starcraft. I know of him. I don't know what he looks like. I know the memes. I know you do the Zerg rush, and you have to construct additional pylons. That's, That's yeah. all I know about StarCraft. So the Zerg were originally going to be the Tyranids. Oh, wait, the same people made this? No. Um, I think originally the plan for StarCraft was to make it a 40k game, but they couldn't get the licensing. Oh, I see. 
Yeah. Is there a is there a 40k video game? Oh, there's lots of 40 40k video games. Okay. Things like Dawn of War, Space Marine, Tech Priest. Are any of them good? I've not played any of them because I don't make games about Tyranids, and I don't care about oh. Space Marines. <laughs> That's lame. Yep. I always I thought a a really cool thing would be like a Hitman style game where you play as a Gene Stealer. Mm-hmm. Or like a game where you play as a Gene Stealer and you have to like get through a complex to take out a target. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Seems up your alley. Um, what if you play? What if you they you played a Among Us, but a Tyranid was there? He well, probably wouldn't blend in. He probably couldn't fit in the space suit. No, probably not. Well, a Gene Steel. No, they still got it. Um, Grayson. Yes. Where can people find us? People can find us at Ob Monstercast on Twitter, or they can email us at ourbeautifulmonster at gmail dot com. Katie, what should people do once they listen to our podcast? They should rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, and also tell other people to come listen to it as well if they liked it. Yeah. Um, Katie, what are we going to talk about next time? Next time, we're going to talk about Ouija. Ouija? Yeah. Mamma so, mia. He's secretly a monster. We're going to cut off that. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>